Welcome to Mind Body Success with your hosts, Allison Swerdloff and Dr. Lisa Hart. Listen along as we take you on a life-changing journey into creating success by incorporating mindfulness, self-care, mindset, and personal development. Open your mind, let your adventurous side out, and allow us to motivate you to remove the hustle and overwhelm while shifting your current reality to the life of your dreams. Through conversations with high achievers, you will learn tips, tools, and strategies to overcome challenges and live a life of prosperity and abundance. Let the adventure begin. Welcome to Mind Body Success. Lisa and I are happy you've joined us for another wonderful conversation. Today, we are joined by Carissa Adkins, speaker, coach, radio show host, best-selling author, boss babe, and mother. Carissa's story sounds similar to that of many of us today as she was trying to be everything to everyone else, but realized she was struggling to find happiness, balance, and self-love. Her After her aha moment, she changed her life forever and now works with other women, empowering them to do the same. Today, Carissa is a certified life, health, and mindset coach through Health Coach Institute, a certified personal trainer, motivational speaker, founder of 365 Day Hustle, and best-selling co-author of Woman Who Boss Up. We're excited to hear how she shifted her mindset, how she continues to utilize mindfulness, and how she guides others to be their best selves as well. Carissa, thank you so much for being our guest today. Hello. I'm so excited to be on y'all's podcast and just help spread the word. Awesome. So, you know, I keep hearing about your aha moment. I'd love to know what was your aha? How did all this get started? All of this, right? Well, who I am today is definitely not who I was 11 years ago. That is for sure. I don't know any woman who is the same woman that we were, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And my aha moment comes really in two parts because at the first aha, my eyes weren't quite open yet. And then the second aha just smacked me like nobody's business. So I was stationed in Germany with my family. We were, well, we are an active duty family. We were stationed there and I was sitting in the doctor's office and that doctor looked at me and she said, Carissa, if you do not change your lifestyle today, you will not be around for your little girl who was running around in her office at the time. She said, you will not be around for her. I can't guarantee that you'll be here in 10, 15 years. And I was just at first kind of shocked, you know, I was a little upset. And then I was just like, are you, what, are you kidding me? And she said, honey, you are five foot tall. You're 213 pounds. You're considered obese. Yeah. And I mean, if, if you can see me now, most people wouldn't even recognize. I mean, I've lost almost a hundred pounds. Um, That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And that was the moment that really opened my eyes, right? So there I was, I was upset. I was embarrassed. I was like, I knew I was overweight. I hated the way I looked, but how dare anyone call me out on how I looked? Uh, And more importantly, it made me feel so incredibly disappointed in myself. And I felt guilty. And I was like, I am a mom. Like what happened to me? And so I swooped at my child, grabbed my stuff and I stormed out the office. I'm Puerto Rican. I probably said a few words that were not the best. I definitely let my temper get the best of me at that time. Cause I was so hurt. I was so hurt. And that night, right. I drive home 
I'm having this giant conversation in my out loud and in my head. I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those where you're just so worked up and you're like, how dare her? And Mm -hmm. and my little daughter's just looking at me in the back, you know, in the rear view mirror. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Right. So we get home. I smoke about a pack of cigarettes that night, drink at least two bottles of wine, cried myself to sleep and thought if I could just wake up tomorrow and forget this all ever happened. Like, I don't want to deal with that kind of news. Like, are you kidding me? And so that's what I did. But turns out when you've had some honest truth being told to you, your life doesn't, it's not really the same anymore when it finally hits you. And I woke up and I sent my son off to the bus stop and I got home. And this is where the second aha comes. So I I walk him to the bus stop. I sit on the couch. I grab a cup of coffee and I look over at a picture of my mom. And then for the first time, ladies, in my entire life, I saw just how heavy she was. Like for the first time, it was insane to like see that. I saw all 320 pounds. I saw her battle with cancer and diabetes and her lack of energy. And that was the moment that I saw myself in her for the first time. Like I'd always wanted to be like my mom. She was a work, you know, like a crazy hustling woman, like doing the dang thing for me and my family, you know, or me and the kids. And I was just like, oh my gosh, if I don't change, that's who I'm going to be. And I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. She was my best friend. She was my teacher. I worked for her. We were just so close. But I I learned that what I didn't want that day. And I saw myself in her. And that was the moment that I was like, Carissa, you don't know what you need to do. Like, you just need to get up. You need to change your life. You need to raise your standards because what you're doing isn't working. And it's got to change. Enough is enough. And ever since that day, my life has literally changed forever. Now, what did you do to make those changes and to figure out what changes you needed to do to do that or to go forward? The magic question, because everyone's like, well, what do you do? How do you do it? Right? How do you lose? We don't need every little bit, but... No. Well, but at the end of the day, I always like to tell my clients, I say, you know, because they all come to me and they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what diet to be on. I don't know what exercises to do. I don't know where to start. They're so overwhelmed and stressed out. And that's exactly where I was. But then I sat there after I realized, you know, I I kind of woke myself. I was like, okay, you're going to do this. And you actually probably know what you need to do. You've been thinking about it for years, right? All those shoulds, all those coulds, all those things that we say in our heads. Mm -hmm. I literally got a piece of paper. I was like, what do you know about losing weight? And I was like, well, I probably need to eat less at the time because I coped a lot with my stress and my feelings Ah. with food and uh, food, booze. Yeah. Yeah. Totally typical. Like many women out there, food, booze, cigarettes, and work. And so I wrote down, I need to stop eating so much and I need to start moving my body. And that's all I did, y'all, is I was like, I don't know what I need to do, but I need to obviously move my body. So what does that mean? I need to probably go to the gym. And for right now, I'm just going to start working on eating less. And so that's what I did. And then as I mastered that one habit, I slowly took on more and more and more, you know, where it went from, okay, now I'm going to clean up the diet. And I had no idea what a clean diet looks like. Literally, I was like chicken and salad and tuna and crackers. Like I just, you know, taken anything that I've known. um, And I was just like, okay, we'll try it. Right. Because I have to change. I have to change. And so those were honestly the first two things that I had to do in order to start losing weight. You know what? Sometimes that's all it takes. Clearly. (laughs) I'm living proof, right? (laughs) Your aha had such an emotional impact on you that there was no turning back. 
sounds like you really made a decision and you didn't know the house, which is good. You know, you don't have to know the house, but you, you knew where you were going. So that is amazing. 100%. I think that's the biggest kicker is you got to know why you want to change what I call boss up, right? Every woman, every man goes through a boss up moment where we could either go one direction or we can stay stuck on the couch and play the victim and the woe is me. And I was like, my mom, I don't want to be like that. And I want to live, you know, for my kids. And I think that my why has definitely changed over the years, but it's still, you know, like kids are still a big factor in there. My mom is no longer with me. That still is a why today. You know, when I think about, oh, I don't feel like getting up and going to the gym, or I don't feel like food prepping, or I don't feel like meditating today. Like we don't feel like doing everything all the time. It's hard to stay motivated all the time, but then all it takes is me to me to remember my whys. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back to 213, like ever, never, ever. So very good. Well, that just answered my next question. Uh, (laughs) Now, what inspired you to actually start your business? (laughs) It's a funny story. (laughs) So let's see about, well, it was about 2018. I was working in the corporate world. I was a marketing and HR director for a local body shop. And so when we moved back from Germany, I should back it up just a little bit. We moved back from Germany, lost my mom that same week that we we got. Yeah, it was definitely a traumatic time. But instead of going down another path, a dark path, it was just, you know, no, this was a sign like mom is still going to be able to teach me. And so I got into, you know, this marketing industry and I, and I really did love what I was doing, but as over the years, you know, of course I got involved in gyms and I was just doing my thing and just continuing to lose that weight. When I moved back from Germany, I was about 170 ish. And so I did a lot of work there. However, when I got back, it's where I I really started slimming down, toning up and, and just starting to feel mindset wise, the shifting, the confidence, everything was starting to happen. And so there I was at this body shop and the community that I'm from, it's, it's a small tight niche community. And yes, they saw like the scale to get down, right? They saw my body have this physical transformation, but what they also saw was this confidence level rise. And so I just become known as a super fit professional. Like she has her life together, right? She's amazing (laughs) at this marketing stuff. This body shop is growing. And I just, you know, and I was slowly like getting into this fitness arena as far as like being coaches for like him I was at, not necessarily personal training, but being someone's cheerleader and accountability partner really at first is where it started. And so all of a sudden one day I I was, I remember I was at lunch and I was checking Facebook and my name, you know, of course tagged about three times in one post and I scroll back up and I look at the post and there's a woman who says, I'm looking for a health coach. I've tried everything and I'm ready to work with someone now. And so at first, y'all, I was like, oh, the community thinks I'm like this health coach. And I'm like, I'm not, right? Like I'm a marketing professional. And at first I was worried, what if the boss, you know, finds out, like, I don't want them to think, because I loved my job. I cannot say that I left a corporate crappy job to pursue my passion as a coach. It wasn't that at all. It was probably one of the toughest decisions I've ever had to make. But so I scroll up and, and I'm like, oh, that was the first in- instinct. And then I reached out to her. And I said, listen, I am not a coach. I'm sure you're looking for someone who's certified or a trainer or all these fancy titles. I said, but I tell you what I do know how to do. I know how to lose 90 pounds the healthy way, meaning I know how to sustain my weight loss and I'm helping other women do the same. You know, I was meeting with other 
ladies from the gym, coincidentally enough, at Panera Bread. And, uh, and we were meeting and, you know, I was just helping them tweak their habits and their mindset. And I was encouraging them. And I was like, you can come and be a part of this awesome group. And she's like, well, cool. How much? And I was like, for free, girl. This is what I love to do. And I kind of was realizing, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what a coach does, but I'm just, I'm here to help women, right? Just boss up and become the best versions of themselves. And honestly, that is how I got into the coaching business. Cause then of course I went to Google and I was like, what does a health coach do? And Googled it, found my school and the rest they say is history. (laughs) That's awesome. I've had so much fun. Sounds like it. I like the idea of boss up. How did you come up with that name? I like to think of me as an alpha. I have always had this masculine energy to me. You know, I grew up in the wedding industry, but prior to the marketing job, I owned my own tuxedo and cigar shop. So I just kind of related to men a lot easier. The collision center, no different, right? 26 (laughs) males in charge of them, not a problem. And so at first, I'll tell you, I thought I was going to be a coach for males. Because I had a hard time finding women that had that same mentality, like the work hard, mm-hmm. anything's possible. And when I started to think, you know, of when my business was is 365 Daily Hustle, which is pretty masculine. I mean, hustle is in general is like work hard, mm-hmm. work hard. But this whole sense of boss up came about, I want to say about two years ago. And I was just having a conversation like this with a friend. I was like, you know what, girl, you got a boss up, you know? And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. And then the book came and now my clients that I even work with, I mean, everything is like, it's a boss up moment. And I feel like a boss up moment is just a courageous decision, like I said earlier. But the cool thing about a boss up moment is once you do it a couple of times, it becomes like a habit. You're constantly looking for ways to boss up, level up, boss, you know, thrive, however you want to call it. But it just stuck with me. I love it. And I'm like, boss up, like that's me. <laughs> so it goes along with pull up your big girl panties and just do it. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Get the job done. <laughs> it sounds like mindset is a big part of what you teach. Is that true? Or do you just do that by example or do you focus on mindset? Do people know they're working on their mindset? They don't know it. I mean, I think that that's what makes a good coach <laughs> because I think if they think about it, they're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, what is this? You know, but it all starts with from the first call. It's Women come to me and they don't have a ton of confidence or they have a lot of self-doubt, although no one would notice that because we we feel like we have to put on this happy face and we're professionals and we can't show the weak side and all these kinds of things where we just put this guard up. And so I feel like from the very first like strategy call, the epiphany call, I'm already believing in their dreams. And when they can start to like, they don't believe in it yet. Right. My girls will be like, I'm going to borrow your, your motivation, your energy until I have it, you know, of my own. But to get back to your question. Yes, absolutely. In my program, the very first week we address is mindset because it's more important than nutrition. It's more important than exercise, in my opinion. And I learned all that because 
the scale kept going down ladies. And I still wasn't happy. And I was like, why am I not happy? I thought if I could get to this perfect little hourglass shape that I would be so happy. And it wasn't until I started shifting the way I viewed everything. I mean, I shifted the way I, you know, I look for wins instead of negative. I don't even see that stuff anymore. I'm just shielded because I feel like my mindset is just so strong and so resilient. And I'm like, I can do anything with that kind of mindset. And I have, you know, anything that I want to do, I'm like, yeah, go for it. What's the worst going to happen? So I definitely address mindset. And then part of habit change, because a lot of, you know, weight loss is like environmental, environmental. It's a lot of, I always say losing weight super easy if you just do it all consistently, right? Do the things that we know consistently, but we can't do it consistently sometimes until we get to the real root of the problem. And so I do a lot of subconscious mindset work with them as well through VIP coaching calls, but yeah, mindset, if they don't believe they can do it, I can't get them there. So I have to get them to believe that first. Now your 365 daily hustle, that's about daily habits, correct? Yes, I am the queen of habit change. I do believe that. My client about a year ago nicknamed me that. She's like, you're like the queen of habit change. I'm like, I like it. (laughs) Yes, it's big. You know, what I do is a lot of habitual, it's behavioral change. It's not just eating the right kinds of food. It's who are you being when you eat? Are you stressed? Are you being mindful when you're eating? Are you, you know, who are you being when you work? And who are you being when you're with your kids and family? So I I like to change the habits and some women, that's all we need. We need to shift the habits. We need to shift and add certain rituals and routines into our life. That's the easy stuff. Right. But uh, you know, cause that, that is, but some women, it's just, they keep finding themselves sabotaging or these limiting beliefs keep coming up. And so we do then have to go deeper and, you know, and just work a little bit more on that mindset and detaching old stories. But predominantly what I do is helping women boss up their habits for sure. Now you've had some hurdles and obstacles recently in the last few years. What are some that might have impacted your work either negatively or positively or forced you to make some pivots or shifts other than the COVID pivots? Yeah. (laughs) And I'll tell you, COVID was a great pivot for me. So I learned so much during COVID. Well, my divorce rocked me pretty good. You know, I'll be honest. I went into it with a really clear mindset of how I wanted to come out of that divorce because nobody marries a man. And after 15 years, just says, I'm done. It just wasn't healthy. And I think it's my job as a mom to show my kids what that healthy relationship looks like. So sometimes we got to do what we got to do. But uh, that was a tough one for me. I'm just trying to, that's a great question. I've never been asked that. Because I truly believe that everything that I've gone and been through has shaped the woman that I am today. And I would never take any of it back ever. So I don't quite know how to answer that one. Okay. They've all, I mean, between leaving corporate, that was a huge decision Mm -hmm. to follow my heart, to my divorce, to, you know, me picking everything up and moving to New Mexico when my family was like against every bit of it, you know, Um, leaving my son who's 20 in Nebraska to be with a man who actually supports and loves me and, and literally like pushes me to boss up every day. It's all been hard, but it's all been worth it. Sounds like you are being a wonderful example for your children. It sounds like that is important to you. You learned so much by observing your mother and you learned, you know, through the law of polarity, what you didn't want to be. Yes. And can you see the impact? I know I was reading in your materials, you 
love to work with mompreneurs. And as a mompreneur myself, I'm guessing that that is an important part of what drives you also, serving as an example. You already mentioned that about the divorce. It is. I feel that it's my job to teach her. My daughter, like I said, my son, he's 20. He's out of the house now. But, you know, he was raised by me who I had him very young at 15. And he just had this very unhealthy mom, right? Obviously, 213, I didn't get there because I was just a happy-go-lucky woman. You know, I ate my feelings. I said that. I stressed out all the time. I have a lot of trauma in my childhood and toxic, abusive relationships. And so I just didn't know that loving myself was so important. I just wanted to love everybody else because I didn't want to focus on me. So my son grew up with a very different mama, you know, and where my daughter has really not known anyone who isn't this strong, like you can do it, follow your heart. Like I'll preach that all day long and kids can see through that. So if you're not happy, I feel kids can feel that. And so, yeah, I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to go. Right. And she's my best friend. And that melts my heart to know that I was like, wow, I was my, you know, my mom mm-hmm. was my best friend. And to know that she's like, I wouldn't, couldn't, you know, live any day without you, mom. And I'm going to be there. And she's my manifester too. Before my very first book, I told her I wanted to write a book one day. This was a couple of years ago, not that long ago. And so every time we'd go into like a Barnes and Noble or just see a book on a bookshelf, she's like, mom, one day your book is going to be on those shelves. And I was like, that's so cute, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so now it is. I feel like when you're a working mama, you have to bring in your family to make that sense of balance and flow. And so, yeah, she has her own dreams a hundred percent, but she would believe that she's my producer too. She's like, one day when you're flying all over this country, speaking on live stages, mom, they're going to have to book through me. And I'm like, okay, girlfriend, you got it. That's great. No, no, bringing your family into it is huge. Yeah, I think so. And that's why I love working with the, you know, to go take it back to mompreneurs and just busy executive women, like Mm -hmm. women with family that are family oriented. Not that I don't work with women who don't have kids and all that, but it's important for women to, you know, we want more for our kids and I don't want my daughter to grow up or my son. I don't want them to grow up having troubles and struggles with food and exercise and obesity, because that's what my mom did. And I saw how crappy that life turned. That's the life I was heading down. So I kind of broke the chain. I'm like, absolutely not. It's so important. So to see the moms, like they kill it in their careers and their business to finally put themselves on the front, you know, the front burner instead of the back burner. And then they're like, I'm teaching my kids to eat clean too. And I'm like, yes, this is so amazing. You're breaking the chain. So that's what I love about working with moms. Now, what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs or other women looking to break their chains and start a business totally without necessarily knowing what they're doing? Easy. (laughs) And I've actually already told you the answer. I'm going to say, follow your heart. I think when you can turn the volume down on what other people think of you and what you should do or what is a smart decision or what a success, you know, like step outside the box that everyone keeps trying to put us in and follow your heart. Like I am the happiest I've ever been in my life, you know, these last couple of years. And it truly is because I'm like, I don't care what people think of me. And that too is a mindset shift. And trust me, over the years, I've had 
to work on that. But when I can finally get to that moment where I feel so confident and comfortable with the decisions that I'm making, and I trust that, you know, that whatever I do, that is definitely going to lead me towards something cooler. I have no reason not to follow my heart. And I learned that decision. I was actually being coached at a health coaching conference and I was so torn between staying in corporate, staying with my cushy, easy job that I liked and becoming a coach and stepping outside and, and not knowing what to do or how to start that type of business. And, uh, and she walked me through a very powerful exercise and I was like, holy cow, like I like what I'm doing here, but I freaking love the impact that I'm leaving over here. And when I could put it all out there like that, I was like, I owe it to the world to be my best self and, and those other women, they need me. Did you start your business as a side hustle or did you just quit and then create from scratch after you quit? A little bit of both. The only thing that I stayed doing while I was still at the corporate job was I did all my schooling. So I want, I did all the schooling at night. Part of health coach Institute is they make you do, you know, have three or four practice clients. So once I went through all three or four of those practice clients, I graduated from health and then I got my life certification. And then at that point I was like, you know what? I've got women who want to work with me. Why? Like, and try, I stayed at that corporate job for six months that I gave him that notice. And finally I was like, okay, I'm actually going to go now. I love y'all, but I've got people waiting for me. And yeah, so then I just broke the chain and I started with one client and I just had faith that I'm doing what I need to do. And, and there's still days that are tough. It's not constant yet. Mm -hmm. I'm still a new business. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, but I am having a lot of fun. And that's more than I could ever say that I had at the, you know, collision center. I had a lot of fun, but I had a lot of stress that was literally killing me. <laughs> now. With everything you're doing, because you are very active, you've got a lot going on with your business and with your children, but how do you find time for you? What do you do for your self-care, for special interests, anything that's not giving to others? Yeah, I think that that's important for coaches and speakers because we love to pour our energy for everybody else. But yet that's our very thing that we have to protect is our energy levels. So the answer to that would be to, I always say, schedule it first. You schedule everything. <laughs> so take care of me first. Always, always, always. I set really strong boundaries and, and I roll with that. But things that I love to do for self-care would be reading. As much as I'm an extrovert, I love just being by myself with a good cup of tea and reading. A woman after my own heart. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And seven years ago, my mentor looked at me. She said, what's your type of books that you like to read? I'm like, girl, I haven't read since Mice of Men in high school. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I hate reading. So she's like, here you are today. You've written two books and uh, you want to write a third. And I'm like, I know it's crazy, but you know, I love working out. It's not a punishment. So every morning from, you know, four to five 30 AM I'm in the gym. And then I have a spiritual practice before I even start work. So that's where I'm doing my reading, my journaling, my meditation, but it's scheduled in. And I think that that's so important because ladies will be like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, we'll put that in as an appointment. I'm like, cool. You would keep an appointment with the boss or a potential client. So why are you not keeping your own appointment, mm -hmm. you know, with yourself? 
So the tip there is to schedule it, schedule your self-care time, figure out what you like to do, what brings you joy, and then schedule it in first. And even if you have to get three or four weeks ahead, because if you're like me, my appointment book is like solid for a couple of weeks. So it's like start next month, but start somewhere, get ahead of the game. But yeah, I love fishing, being outside with nature. It's one of my core values, actually. I'll just love walking on the cement, you know, with barefoot when it's warm, like Simple pleasures make me happy, but I'll take a book out and just walk around. You know, it's not typical self-care for me is, is definitely not like hair and nails. Those are like tasks for me where some women will think that that's, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I think self-care looks so different for everyone, as long as it brings you happiness and without guilt. And that's what I think is really cool when, when we work with women is when they start to see the shift that self-care isn't selfish. Right. That's one of my core statements. (laughs) And so many people don't quite get it. (laughs) Like, and it's not something you just do every once in a while. It's not going to work like that. I'm like, it's like the gym. If you do it consistently, you will see the results. And then you're like, I can't imagine my life without my own self-care. I mean, my calendar looks like a self-care sandwich, like a club sandwich with the bread as the self-care because mm-hmm. I need to fill my bucket back up. I can't give. <laughs> you can't gift people what you don't have. And that's what so many moms do or even just busy women. They just give to everybody else without replenishing themselves. And that's huge. Now, if somebody listening wanted to learn more about you, wanted to contact you or ask for your assistance in some aspect of what we've discussed, how would they find you? How would they reach you? I would just say go to 365dailyhustle.com. Honestly, that's where you can find my coaching programs. You can read my full story of how I lost all that weight. You can you know, find speaking opportunities there. Everything that there is to know about me is on there. So 365dailyhustle.com. I, of course, am on Facebook. I have an awesome community for women only. I'm on Instagram. But yeah, if you're really looking to boss up your life and just want to see if I'm a great coach or, you know, I have a free training video on how to lose weight on my website. So you can always go to that. That's the best resource. Excellent. Thank you, Carissa, for joining us. This has been wonderful. We've enjoyed learning more about you and how you got to where you are today. I think Lisa and I both agree. You are definitely a wonderful addition to the Mind Body Success Podcast group. And we look forward to further conversations. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Mind Body Success Podcast and being part of our amazing community. We hope you enjoyed this conversation and gleaned some tidbits that you can incorporate today to start changing your life. Our goal is to be your guides and we look forward to continuing to provide amazing content. Don't forget to join in the discussion at mindbodysuccesspodcast.com for full show notes, resources, and further conversation. If you have a specific topic idea, feel free to recommend it. We We look look forward forward to seeing you on our next episode. episode.